0: This is the two quotes my dad will use to describe. He goes, do you want to one a potato. And then Gaetano, he was like, why well, need a car? Eh? So the pigeon kind of sheep? <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Because, like, people would be like, pa, you got to get, get a car. And he was like, why well, need a car? Eh?
1: That's funny coming from an Italian because in Italy, if a bird shits on you, it's good luck. I
0: I don't know. I think he...
1: I've been shit on by a bird in, in Rome, and I tried to wipe it off, and, well, a, and an old lady grabbed my hand and went, mm mm uh-huh.
0: Well, he was from Sicily.
1: You had me at... Hell no... And welcome to "You Had Me at Hell No." I'm Mel. I'm Allie. And thank you for joining us on our podcast. Uh, you. Hi. We talk about romance movies. <laughs> sure do. <laughs> we we are two best friends, and yeah. we are exploring the genre of romance films because we want to know why we love movies that hate us so much mm-hmm. when we don't even really love them.
0: But we do, like. But we don't. But we do. Yeah. It's, a, it's an inherent contradiction. It's, the human experience is a contradiction. It's both us as individual people, but also as, let's say, a nation, as a society, as people. Of Americans. We are drawn to these movies, and uh, they don't always love us. As um, women,
1: they also portray people of color and queer people in a really oof. unhelpful counterproductive way Mm -hmm. um so we want to really dig into why these movies have such a big appeal um and neither of us really like to watch romance movies as it is Ali what do you normally like to watch
0: um if I want to like turn my brain off I'll watch an action movie so that's your go-to just action um specifically I love a heist movie because there's friendship I I I love Maybe you love okay, this is an argument friendship. for maybe enjoying romance movies because I love friendship. I love. Allie loves love. I do. Mel, what do you like to watch? <laughs> I really like horror. Yeah. Like the more
1: weird and bizarre and fucked up a horror movie you can give me because I'm just a numb, desensitized, icy black heart woman, gimme it. Is there one you've watched recently? I recently watched, I had one of my friends who's never seen it before watch Sharknado, That's um, which isn't, horror. well, it's, it's technically horror, but it's like, it's intentionally bad. It
0: doesn't understand anything about sharks or like, okay, all the sharks would be dead. Let's just start there. <laughs> if this were a hurricane, I might be able to understand because the water would be moving through there. Well, see, the movie it.
1: begins with a hurricane and then devolves into tornadoes. That's where the NATO sense. comes this, from in this, Sharknado.
0: This, Called a shark, a can. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, there's a sci-fi original movie called Sharktopus that I really want to watch that I haven't been able to watch. I would watch that with you. Um, okay, um, But, right. yeah. Neither I love of scary. these
0: movies mm. are what we watched for today's episode. Because no, because we're in October. We're doing some spooky romance. Spooky
1: romance. This it's is spook. my wheelhouse.
0: Mel has been loving it. I'm so psyched. I've it's been, been a great okay. month. I've been doing okay.
1: You um, have actually because we
0: haven't watched anything like that. Ugh. Like anyway, we our movie today is "A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night." Uh, this is a really good movie. Uh, directed, written, and directed by Anna Lily Amirpour. Um, and it's
1: well, we it's won't great. say what it's about yet because we have someone else with us today. Allie loves action, and I love horror, and we have our engineer Tiffer with us. Tiffer is not as much of a movie buff as we are. Tiffer, what do you normally like to watch or do on the screen? Uh, Twitter. All right, fair. You do have some spicy tweets. That is a horror movie in itself. It is. (laughs) That's true. Um, So, Tiffer, we have a question for you. Mm -hmm. Based only on the title, A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night, what do you think this movie is about? Mm Mm-hmm.
0: I'm going to guess, being that she's walking home alone at night, Uh she doesn't get home. Something or someone interferes with this walk. Oh. And um, she's stolen and sacrificed to uh, the Judeo-Christian God.
1: Oh. You know, fair guess based only on the title. You're wrong, but it's a fair guess. (laughs) This
0: has been- Love you and kisses. You're wrong. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) <laughs> this has been Tiffers' pop culture osmosis. Ba, 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 ba. Beep, Um. <laughs> this, I I enjoyed this movie. I did too. It I is a slow
1: burn. Very much. It's um. It's hailed as a an Iranian vampire spaghetti western. Yes. Mm-hmm. Tiffer, you look confused. Do you need us to elaborate?
0: I think we all do.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay. So um. Vampire, that's clear. Mm-hmm.
0: Iranian, also clear. Mm-hmm. Spaghetti westerns. It's both in the way it's shot and sort of constructed. It's set up kind of like a western. It's it's very bare sort of landscape. It's very much like one man trying to do right by his himself and his, his a family. A lone ranger
1: essentially, but without the racism. Yes. Um, and what, what spaghetti western specifically means is a subgenre within the western genre um, in the 60s and 70s of westerns that were made in Italy. Mm-hmm. Italians love cowboy shit. Mm-hmm. They did for two decades. We
0: love to watch the cowboys shoot. Papa. <laughs> <laughs> so offensive. I feel bad. You're Italian. I know. I can do it. Ho <laughs> ho. <laughs>
1: And so, it's a so when something it, something out of that time frame is hailed as a spaghetti western, uh-huh. it means that it has that kind of quality uh-huh. of things not being quite right. A big feature of Italian films, especially Italian films not made in Italian, is that they're dubbed. Uh-huh. And so um, that kind of offset quality is a really key feature of spaghetti westerns.
0: Oh, worth it. Um, this movie... I really, I really enjoyed it. Aesthetically, I was on board, like, immediately. It's beautifully shot, and
1: one thing that I think you and I both really enjoyed is that it starts as a very cool-toned black and white, Mm -hmm. and as the movie progresses, the black and white, like, that color balance gets shifted, and it becomes progressively more red. Yes. Very
0: cool. And it was, oof, and it's done Subtly enough where you're like, wait, I think it's... Or-. And then by the end, you're like, oh, I love it. It's so good. Um, uh, that being said, we both
1: watched it on a night when we both had worked that day. And we were very tired. And
0: both of us were just like, mm, can this be over? Yes. At a certain point, because we started the movie like, oh, this is so such a great slow burn. And by the end, we were like, do... Something and it was only because yeah. we were hangry and tired. Only because we were tired. It was one of those words like I think this has this doesn't really have anything to do with. The I movie. I think you you have to either be really
1: into these kind of independent films or be in a specific mood to watch it because it's one of those slow burns where you have to pay attention. Yeah. Um. um but the it like the, the film opens on this young man named Arash. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous. Ha, like, Within. Within the first five seconds of this movie, Ali was like, "Ooh, sexy." That's I, the first note that I wrote in my notebook. I wrote that five the, seconds. Dash. Ali was like, "Ooh, sexy." The first thing I said,
0: I went, "This is already sexy," and it <laughs> is because it he looks—he
1: looks like an Iranian James Dean, uh, hotter than James Dean. Truly, um, a babe, and,
0: and he's truly also, magically. Babe-icious. He also gives a phenomenal performance in this movie. He's so good. We spend more than half the movie with just him. Um, With
1: barely any dialogue. This movie really does show, don't tell well. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, the basic premise is that it's in this fictional city that kind of exists out of time called Mm -hmm. Bad City. Mm -hmm. And it's not a good place. (laughs) Well, it's
0: called Bad City. (laughs) I know.
1: And Arash lives with his father, his mother has passed and his father is addicted to heroin. He's uh-huh. a junkie. Yeah. And so Arash has a car that he worked six years for. Mm-hmm. Six years for this car. And the beginning of the movie, when we meet him, he brings he finds a cat, brings it home just the chonkiest boy. Big old chunk cat. The best character in the movie is this chonky cat. I don't know, but it, this, this well, is Well, he was fun. my favorite because I, I have a chonky cat. Yeah. But Shout out to you, that my you cat argue Benny. With.
0: Every time I'm over there,
1: I do. I we have a tenuous relationship. He loves me. Oh yeah, he loves. <laughs> but and so Arash, essentially uh, the the main drug dealer, takes his car as payment because his father has uh, consumed more drugs than he has had the money to pay for. Mm-hmm. And so the beginning of this movie is this young man mm-hmm. who has worked so hard to support him and his father after a family tragedy, yeah. just getting shit
0: on. It's, I'm, it's so quickly, like, heartbreaking, and we're immediately invested. And this uh, drug dealer is kind of awful. and he's Terrible. We see him with, like, a sex worker who he clearly, like, owes, like, a cut of some kind of money. And he's awful to her. He, like, hits her. Um, and... Uh, not good things happen to everyone in this movie. Truly. And then Arash is working. His main job is he works. Um, he's like a. Like, like a gardener like fix a it guy. Gardner for one of the rich guy families. For like a very wealthy family. This very wealthy girl about his age.
1: And also we should note that in Iran. Women are not allowed outside of the house without a head covering. Mm-hmm. And without wearing um, clothes that don't show their figure. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. When we see the women in this film, when they are outside, their heads are covered, mm-hmm. and they're sort of they're all guarded. Mm-hmm. And when they're inside, we have a much clearer idea of their personalities yeah. and their characters. Mm-hmm. These are
0: fully developed characters. They are, which and, and also shows like oh, written and directed by a woman. Yep. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and so like she's kind of like a spoil. She's a little bit spoiled, and and. Um, and when she, we first
1: meet her, she's wearing a nightgown. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Arash, come into my room and fix something. And she's on the phone and ignores him the whole time.
0: Uh-huh. And he does a bad thing. He He's like, oh, um, this is going to take a while to fix. You should probably leave the room. And she's like, why? And he's like, well, your dad won't like that. Like, you're in here alone with a guy. And she's like, oh, you're so bad. And then oh, leaves. Yeah, and that's not the bad thing. And then he steals her earrings. That's the bad thing.
1: Yes. And they're really nice. They're like diamond earrings. They're like very fancy.
0: And I was really worried he was going to get in trouble. He doesn't get in trouble. Spoiler. Um, so his plan is to give these to the drug dealer to get back his car. Now, the drug dealer one night sees this young girl. Walking home alone at night.
1: Oh, the like, title of the movie. He's like, hey, and
0: she doesn't say anything.
1: And she barely speaks, but but the, the chemistry between this girl, and she doesn't have a name. She's just called the girl mm-hmm. in the credits. Yeah. The chemistry between her and everyone in the movie Oof. is insanely
0: palpable. Incredible. She is phenomenal. Again, she says almost nothing in this movie. Very little dialogue. She is phenomenal. Um... And, like, we see her in her own, like, private little home, and everything has, like, it's kind of 80s, and she wears, like... A
1: striped boatneck shirt, and yeah. she's got a short haircut, and she listens to records yeah. and just vibes it's out by very, herself.
0: it's very, like, 60s, it's dope. Uh,
1: and when we see her outside of her house, she's wearing this full black head covering that's almost kind of like a cloak called mm-hmm. a chador.
0: Mm-hmm. I and believe it's with the... Sha- I, uh, we're probably
1: butchering the pronunciation. I've, I've only read it,
0: I haven't heard it pronounced.
1: But it's C-H-A-D-O-R. Oh, well, mm-hmm. if it's Arabic, it might be Khador because it has similar sounds to Hebrew. Oh. Not sure though. Um, people who speak Farsi, weigh in. Mm-hmm. In in weigh in, we need to know. Yes. Um, you can find us on social media at Hell No Cast mm-hmm. on Instagram and Twitter, and you can also send us an email at hellnocast at gmail.com. And we
0: love we honestly really love feedback. We
1: do. Um, we got an email uh about someone's first
0: period. We got
1: an email. Yeah, we did, and it's a delightful story. Oh, that's right, you're locked out of the email because I fucked up. I'll show you the email later, but um, thank you. I tried for to log into the email,
0: and it was like, "Who the fuck are you?" It was my fault. It said, "Fuck you."
1: I thought it was Russian it hackers. It called me a whore. No.
0: <laughs> it said you filthy slut. You think you can walk in here like this is your email? You <laughs> your dirty email bitch. that we share. You naughty little bitch. Get get on the floor, I'll clean my tiles. Whoa, that went from zero to six. That went to a different place. Wow. For me. That went from like, we don't need to get into it. <laughs> You're right, we don't. So anyway. So anyway, she's looking out the door. She's wearing this covering
1: and she has this really vacant look, but the chemistry between her and the drug dealer is palpable. She goes into his house and he does a lot of cocaine. Oh, so like, much cocaine. Like too much cocaine, in my humble opinion. It's one of those where. I've never uh, done cocaine, I but never he. Cocaine. Listen, he smelled a lot of it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Guys, he smelled a lot of that cocaine. <laughs> 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 He's trying out. Of your He's like, uh, which batch is this? Uh, I'm, getting, uh, I'm getting notes of lavender. <laughs> This one is more oaky. Rat poison, <laughs> baking
1: soda. Baby you know pa- baby, the normal, powder. the normal notes in cocaine. That I've one never finds. had cocaine. Me neither. I, I just, don't think I'd be good on cocaine. Oh, I'd be terrible. I'd,
0: I'd oh, it would be bad. I, I'm It, would, I'm too it would be bad for me. Apparently, you have to do a lot before you go numb, and I just want to go numb. If I have to do a, drug- Ali, if you're
1: going numb when you're doing cocaine, that means you're gonna die. Cool. <laughs> Usually when Not cool. From what I've heard about doing cocaine, it's the type of drug where you're like, I'm the strongest, smartest, and I can do anything. Mm -hmm. Um and I feel like if you have enough of it that you're numb, you're knocking on death's door. Oh. Because your heart your heart will explode. I'm a doctor. Listen to what I say. She's a doctor. I'm not a doctor. Do not listen. I cannot give you any medical advice. Never
0: listen to a word this this woman said she slept with my husband. that's right and i'd do it again you ruined my marriage and my son is without a father because i shot him (laughs) i caught him flopping around on top of you when i said you rat bastard and i shot him and i'd do it again
1: but you wouldn't shoot me because the person to be angry at in this situation is your cheating husband
0: yes and you and i run a jam shop together Ooh, that sounds delightful (laughs) So Can we, we make apricot jam? Obviously. Okay, perfect. It's I'm down. It's one of our biggest sellers. Great. So in this movie, <laughs> <laughs> he does a lot of cocaine.
1: He does a lot. And he doesn't dance. I like this man. You well, his vibe is very Allie. Like. <laughs> like Excuse like, me? <laughs> not in, like, how you carry yourself, but the kinds of movies you like to watch. That's he was true. very Outsiders was and, very, like, Lost Boys. He
0: was very 80s villain, which, Forge is a thing I vibe with sometimes. Oh, she does. Can't um, confirm. I vi- vibe with it, but he, like, dances in front of her, and she just watches him the whole time. And and then things start to get a little sexy. Okay, because earlier... Um, He loves to put his fingers in women's mouths. He does this earlier with the when the sex worker's
1: in his car. Basically, um, she ends up performing a sexual act on him. But before she does that, um, he puts his finger on her lip, and then she sucks on his finger. Which uh, I don't want to shame anyone if that's what you're into. Great, but like you don't know where those hands have been. Don't put it in your mouth. I didn't hate it. (laughs) Don't put
0: that shit in your mouth he's gross he, he make was him disgusting. wash his hands first you're right I'm just saying I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> we are different no I mean it was disgusting <laughs> it was gross <laughs> So that, but, ew, but, I have never done that. Have you? <laughs> <laughs> no, not important. It sounded really sarcastic. Not I'm important.
1: sorry.
0: Your sex life is not important right now. It's not important. Um, but It was a long time ago. Oh, Obama was president. We were all Buck Wild. <laughs> Cut this out. In the before time. <laughs> it feels like children of the court. <laughs> um, so he tries this with the girl. And you're like, oh, is she going to? And she kind of starts and she pretends like she's going to suck on his finger. And then she just bites his finger off. Because she's a vampire. And he's she literally, she
1: bites it off and he's like screaming and (sighs) flailing around. And then she just like casually takes the finger out of her mouth. Loved it. And then she just pounces on him and sucks all his blood
0: I loved it. Oh, so good.
1: I loved it. And, um, and then she starts stealing all of his uh, jewelry and uh, things that he's clearly stolen from other people yeah. as well. She steals that. And um, as she's leaving the house, Arash, she runs into
0: Arash. And this is their meet cute yeah. after she's just murdered someone. Yeah, she very quietly, they don't say a word to each other. Nope. She's just leaving and then he walks, she leaves and he walks in and he finds the drug dealer. Dead. Dead. Dead as a doornail. And he's like, okay, well, he takes back his car keys, and he also takes money and drugs, and he stops working as, like, a gardener maintenance guy, and he becomes the drug dealer now.
1: He Yeah, it, which is something that I did not expect. I didn't see that coming. But it makes, but now that I'm thinking about it, it makes sense because that's, that's where the money is in yeah. this town, is with drugs. Yeah, yeah. And even as he becomes, you know, known as the drug dealer, the pretty girl at the house he used to work at is like more interested in him yeah. because he sells drugs, mm-hmm. which we find out later. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, essentially party. he he goes he goes through life, you know, couple weeks, couple months as the drug dealer. And then the next significant event, honestly, because everything happens so slowly, mm-hmm. the next significant event is what looks to be Halloween, uh-huh. where he's dressed as Dracula mm-hmm. at this club. Mm-hmm. Um, rich girl is like, oh, my God, do you have any ecstasy? And he's like, for sure, babe, here, you get a free one. Because he has a crush on her. Yeah. Um, and then. But also, she- that's
0: how they get you, Melanie. Melanie. They what? say, here, try this drug for free one time. And then you're like, oh my God, this drug dealer is my friend. Also, I love drugs. Then you go back and they're like, uh-uh-uh, give me some money. And then you are beholden to them. It's like ice cubes. That's how they get you. What? I don't know. Like, like uh, no, do like ice cubes? <laughs> someone? Was... Are you saying someone gives you one ice cube? And then, and then you have to go and ask them for more. Uh, maybe for more ice cubes? Maybe that's what I'm saying. What? I don't know. I'm
1: thinking of like a Steve Brule joke, like how like like no, it's not Steve Brule. It's like a Jim Gaffigan joke from like 2001, where he's talking about like bottled water and ice cubes and w- the punchline of the joke is like oh you know if you freeze this stuff it turns in nice oh but you need a tray that's how they get you and
0: that's what i was thinking of. okay okay that makes sense because i'm so saying, sorry to everyone listening you just saying oh like ice cubes i was like and then being like let's move forward i forget that not everyone has seen that comedy special (laughs) no although my father is i mean the amount of times i've watched the hot pocket special with my family. okay so anyways at this party
1: they are he gives free drugs to the girl but then and this is something that i really didn't like is that she's clearly like it like you think maybe she might like him now because she's shallow enough to be like oh now you're like powerful and i like you this,
0: this young man is gorgeous
1: he's he's if he were president, he would be Abraham Lincoln.
0: If he were a Constellation, he would be baby majora.
1: In French, he would be called La Renard and hunted with only his cunning to protect him.
0: He's a babe. An absolute babe. Swing! A fox. A dish. An absolute hottie with no regard for us poor mortals. That's true. Um, it would be we poor mortals, wouldn't it?
1: Uh, no, because no regard for takes an object, us as an object. Thank you. We
0: as a subject. Thank you. You're welcome. The point is he's hot, and but that's not the point of the scene at all. And I also don't want to reduce this young man to his good looks because he also is giving a phenomenal performance in this.
1: Yes, he also just happens to be easy on the eyes. If
0: he were hot and couldn't act, we wouldn't give a shit, frankly. I think
1: that's fair. Mm-hmm. because And this movie requires a phenomenal actor yeah. because of all the physical... Attributes of the role, mm-hmm. um, but what happens after he gives her free ecstasy is she asks him for one more pill and then makes him take it. Yeah. So Arash
0: becomes high as fuck. Super high. Gets kind of rejected her by her at the party. Like he, he goes kind of to dance because they're while. vibing. Yeah, they're vibing, and he goes to kiss her, and she's like, no nope. which she's allowed to do, but it kind of, in the moment, you're like, "Oh, poor guy."
1: Well, so then he's walking it, it home. felt like he was let on. And yes. that's why, because we identify with him. We're with him all the way. Mm-hmm. We want him to finally get some, the girl that he wants. And then when he finally is close to getting her, she's like, no. So we feel bad because we identify with him. Although it's 100% her choice not to make out with him. Yes.
0: So he's walking home alone. He's walking home alone at night. Ugh. Down this like suburb street, like just a weird, weirdly lit street. And on the skateboard is the girl kind of coming the other way.
1: A skateboard that she stole from a little boy yeah. after scaring the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. Oh, I loved this part. It
0: was really good. Also, but what's wild is the way they frame it, though, is almost like she's kind of trying to do him a favor of, like, be good. Because she walks up and she's like, have she goes, you been a good little boy? And he says, and he's yes, like, no. yes.
1: He's eating candy uh-huh. and he's like about to pee his pants and she's talking in like creepy vampire voice and like he tries to run away and she like vampires up and he runs into her she's like you shouldn't lie to me Uh have you been a good boy and Uh he's like and then she steals the skateboard and the next time we see the girl is she's just vibing skateboarding and then she sees Arash dressed as fucking Dracula
0: before she leaves on the skateboard she says I'm always going to be watching you so the idea I think is a she like, more than likely, she just wants to scare this little kid. But also, I think part of it is, like, the idea, like, if he always thinks that there's a vampire coming to get him, he's going to be good the rest of his life. Now, I don't really agree with that. I don't like fear as a tactic. Bad parenting. And she's Bad not parenting. even his mom. Yeah. It's like when people, it's like the thing in Fight Club where it's like, he's going to appreciate his life even more now that we threaten to murder him. Like, I don't like that shit. That's dumb. No, I, I agree
1: it. with you that that's dumb. Your opinion is not dumb. That thing is dumb. Thank
0: you. So anyway, vibing on the skateboard, runs into Arish dressed as Dracula. And he's he's so high.
1: He's yeah. like, I don't know where I am.
0: Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. ooh. And
1: she's like, you're in bad city. He's
0: like, oh, that's funny. I live there. Yeah. And we're like, we know. Yeah. <laughs> and and he sits, at some point, he sits down on the ground. And they're already kind of vibing. They
1: they have a very strange conversation, mm-hmm. um, but it boils down to, she's like, where do you live? I'll walk you home, because you're clearly not sober. And he's like, and he's nah, like I, I don't fucking know. I gotta sit down. And she's like, no, you don't. He's like, no, I do. He's at that point in mm-hmm. the high experience. And so then this next, this part
0: was so sweet. I love I this. really
1: liked this part. I
0: did too. She puts him on the skateboard and then just drags the skateboard so he can sit down. <laughs> and she, like, Pulls them to to her, to house. her house.
1: It's very cute, mm-hmm. and then they're like major vibing at her house. Yeah,
0: they're just because... like dancing and, and well, and also
1: finally they're in a private space where mm-hmm. she can um, look the way she wants to look mm-hmm. as well.
0: Mm-hmm. And they just look at each other. It's really very sensual. So sensual. Clutching my pearls, my delicate sensibilities. She puts her head on his chest, and you're like, oh, shit. And it's lit beautifully. It's shot super well. The soundtrack to this movie is also
1: every person
0: who loves
1: Indie Rock's wet dream.
0: It's wonderful. I loved it. Um, So did I. So that happens, and... The kind of just vibe, he's doing well, he's dealing with this, and she's like, ooh. Anyway, his dad is kind of going deeper into his-
1: Into a drug-induced psychosis is yeah, what it really like is. like he's
0: starting to think the cat that his son brought home is his, his dead. dead wife.
1: It's it's really sad. Yeah. And the the man who plays his father, if any of you millennials have seen How I Met Your Mother, <sighs> he plays the cab driver that they're all friends with. Yeah. Um, I think
0: this is a better role and a better showcase of his uh, skills. I agree
1: with you. This performance, every actor in this movie has That's a performance so that is unparalleled for what the universe of this movie is. And um, the f- dad's name is Hossein, And mm-hmm. like, it's, r- it's watching this man put himself in the situation that he's in is deeply unsettling. And he plays it so well to the point where Arash comes home one day and his dad's like oh the cat is uh, it's my dead wife and he like trashes the house and he he has a psychotic episode mm-hmm. is what he does have and Arash kicks him out he's mm-hmm. like you're my dad you should be taking care of me i shouldn't be the one taking care of you get out of this house Take because this you, cat with you you don't need this house mm-hmm. i do mm-hmm. And it's sad that he doesn't really like the cat anymore, but he's like, if you think that's mom, fucking take it. Get yeah. out
0: of my sight. And in between this time, um, the girl has also met up with the sex worker. I believe her name is Addie. Addie. Yeah, I think so. I think she gives her either money or something as proof of like what they connect on something. They it, was it money or was it like, oh, I I don't know. No, I she doesn't remember. give her
1: anything. They connect because Ati is like, you're always watching. What are you doing? What do you, why? Like, do you want to fuck me? Uh-huh. And basically they have this really like in-depth conversation for two strangers. And uh-huh. essentially their bond is like, we are both women who are being mistreated in this world. Um, We're both Adi's so lonely. To, they're both so lonely and... The reason that they bond is because they see that loneliness in each other, mm-hmm. except the girl isn't doing anything to leave because she's a vampire, mm-hmm. so she doesn't really need to. Mm-hmm. And Ati is trying to save her money so she doesn't have to be a sex worker anymore because she doesn't enjoy it. Yeah. there We are meant to believe there may have been a time when she did Yeah, because, you know, it's... I guess, fun for her. Mm-hmm. And it's subversi- It's subversive in a mm-hmm. way that's kind
0: of interesting. And there's, but there's a whole thing where the girl even asks, like, do you even feel desire anymore? Do you remember what desire feels like? And, and it's said clear that no. she does not it.
1: And it's interesting that the girl asks her that too because yeah. it made me wonder, is this the first time the girl has felt this? We don't mm-hmm. even know how old she is as a vampire. No. We don't know anything about her except that she loves records and stripes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> But also there is something, this movie is so effective, even though we don't know there's so much mystery around her, we still feel like we really kind of do know her. And we know her enough to recognize like the difference from, between how she interacts with other people and the way she interacts with Arash. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because it's pretty clear, like there's a moment where you think, oh, she might attack Arash, like immediately when when they first meet. And then the way she responds to him initially, it's pretty clear like, oh, this is different. and so. Maybe that is a thing of, like, is this the first time she's felt some this kind of desire? And is this
1: why she's reached out to Ati for the first time? Maybe. Knowing that she's a sex worker. Yeah.
0: Maybe. Um, also, we also like,
1: learn that Ati wants to leave Bad City, and she's yeah. saving up her money to travel, which is very sweet. Yeah. and
0: uh, We want like the best for her. Um, we do. The, anyway, at some point that uh, Arash's father leaves, goes to Ati, and is, like, trying to, like... Start something with her.
1: He basically is staying with her because he is one of the people that owes her money. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, they're kind of friends but kind of not. And this scene is also really upsetting. Mm-hmm. Hossein basically uh, forcibly gets her high. He takes his needle with heroin in it and he jams yeah. it into her and gets her high and and begins to assault her. Yes. And it's at this moment when the girl comes into the house and
0: brutally murders Hossein. Yes. And uh, works together with Atsi to uh, dispose of the body. And is like, here is somebody, like, get out of town here. Like, take this cat. It's time time for
1: you to go. Mm -hmm. Um, But before that is when Arash gives the girl the earrings. Oh, yeah. Because. We know that oh, they're, that are in love. Scene. This was oh, right up my shit. alley. I oh, loved I this. loved it. It was so gross. Oh my
0: god, I loved this. This was so You want to talk about intimacy? You want to talk about how this is shot? Oh my god. Like Sorry, we don't actually don't talk. Wow. But like I just really liked the way this was done cuz there's again, there's very little dialogue. But basically he shows her the earrings. The that earrings he stole. and he's like I'd like you to have them. And then he looks at her ears and it's like, oh, you you don't have pierced ears. And then she gives him like a pin and was like, "Pierce my ears.
1: And he, you know, runs a lighter over it. Mm-hmm. And he jams the needle into her earlobe for the one ear. And she turns so he doesn't see that she's a vampire.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't even know. little fangs come out.
1: Yeah. I don't even know if he really knows she's a vampire for the whole movie, to be no. honest with you. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. I think he just thinks that she's weird. It's just like this is a weird girl that I'm into. Yeah, Um, but he he pierces one of her ears, and then she takes the other earring and pierces her other ear, Mm -hmm. and like the way that she looks at him Mm -hmm. afterwards is just you see that this is like
0: irrational but crazy in love. Love. Mm -hmm. It's wild. It's so good. And then there's like a scene right as he's leaving, a train comes by, and I was like, oh, this shot must have taken forever to get. They have to time it perfectly. Everything. Like, no, I think she's leaving. Oh, whatever.
1: Honestly, every if you if you were to pause this movie randomly at any time, it would be a really specific, crisp tableau. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds pretentious, but if you do decide to watch this movie, pause it randomly. Mm-hmm. Everything looks great. All
0: the every frame every frame of a paint a port. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> You're right. Every frame
1: of this movie is masterful. Well
0: done. and it's Very one, well done. It's one of those where you can tell, like, oh, this was very important to her, to the director, the writer-director. And mm-hmm. it's also one of those where when someone really wants to make something, especially, sometimes especially when they have a limited budget, they're like, oh, no, I already know what I need to do and what I got to do to do it.
1: And this movie is also so creative. Oh, yeah. um, and it. I think part of the reason why it's successful is that it's it's unique mm-hmm. because it's it's technically a horror film. It's mm-hmm. a, horrible things happen in this movie. Oh, yeah. Violent things happen in this movie. Vampire spook. Yeah. But um, I think the originality is why it's so successful and why it really stands apart. Um, because I mean, if we can, if I can get on a tiny little soapbox for a second, okay, scrub part of part of my my big beef with
0: my movies, big
1: beef, my hot beef injection, <laughs> my fat <laughs> with movies today oh my God. <laughs> is that Sorry. they're just they're just boring. Okay, like one of my hobbies in the before time was once every couple of weeks I would you know like. Get a really intense workout in, feel really good, hydrate, and then I would go watch a movie by myself in the theater. And I would like get a bag of popcorn, and I would just enjoy myself watching a movie. Usually it's horror, but I watch other things sometimes. I love
0: going to the. Oh, I used to in the before time. Also, yeah. sorry, just I don't want to interrupt, but I do want to. Then I want don't to interrupt. interrupt. I wanted to empathize with you and say I like to go to movies by myself, too. It's a lovely experiment. It is. It's really fun. I'm sorry. That was rude of me. No, I was being rude. We were both rude. We're just two bitches trying to make it work. Anyway, what were you saying? In the before time. In the before time.
1: Like, every time I go see a movie, and this happens to you, too, Mm -hmm. is because... We've become so good at movies. (laughs) movies. Everything is predictable. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I really enjoy watching certain movies Mm -hmm. is because they're not predictable. That's Mm -hmm. why I really enjoyed A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. That's why I really like Phantasm and Suspiria. The original, not Mm -hmm. the new bullshit one, although I stand Tilda Swinton. But That's why I enjoy horror movies like that in particular, because they're all so formulaic. And I think that also carries over into romance. These films are so formulaic and they have such a strict structure Mm -hmm. that they're not even fun to watch because you already know what's going to happen before you even watch the movie. Well,
0: like, here's the thing, because there is something to say about formula, like, there's a certain reason why formulas are used is because a lot of times they work. There are times when you know, we almost prefer to have something maybe more formulaic because you can turn your brain off and I will also a lot of romance movies are kind of always being reinvented, I would say like I've I've heard this said but I forget someone else, but like there there's always room for invention particularly in romance because it's an oftentimes an under appreciated genre, but also there it kind of always needs to be updated because once you have a formula for it, people are like, get the fuck out of here but um, Yeah, there's. I had, I was going somewhere and I lost it. That's okay. See,
1: I'm actually not sure if I agree with you. Just if I may,
0: yeah, go for it. You
1: know, whip out and sound like a smart asshole for a second. Mm -hmm. The formulas that we see in Mm -hmm. romantic comedies, in particular, and tragic romance, they're the same as they've always been. Yeah, the Athenians were doing them in the fifth century BC. But I'm serious, though. No, I know. Menander. What Menander invented it. Menander. He, he invented Greek comedy. Okay.
0: Menander. So can, I'm supposed to take advice from someone named Menander?
1: I mean, that's the anglicized version. Menander. Of his name. Okay. Are can I continue? Are you okay? Do we need to talk about this more?
0: Banana Ramter. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cruel. You're fired. Cruel summer. <laughs> Leave it. <laughs> I'm trying to not sing it so we don't get sued. We are very tired today. Uh, so, Menander. But anyway. <laughs> what did Menander do? So, the point. Menander, I <laughs> hardly <we> know her. <laughs> I don't give a shit if this is funny I, to anybody.
1: I hope you know that someday, if I ever get back into academia, I'm gonna write a paper on Greek comedy, and I'm gonna title it "Menander." I hardly know her. You're welcome. Thank you. This, this is what I bring. That's to the a table. great paper title. Oh yeah. fuck! Yeah, I'm
0: good at shit.
1: I know you are because, <laughs> like, it's a thing in academia, especially at conferences where, like, you have like a quippy title, so like you have a pun and then a colon and then actually what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. So. I would like to do that. Mm -hmm. I want to go to there. (sighs) But the point is is that Greek comedy has a very specific formula that was ripped off by Roman comedy that was then ripped off by Shakespeare. Mm -hmm. And the formula is uh, that there's some sort of confusion. If you've ever seen um, a funny thing happen on the way to the forum, Mm -hmm. that show is based on actual Roman Greek comedies. Mm -hmm. So the tropes in these are there's always... Some kind of confusion about a virgin or a prostitute and Mm -hmm. someone getting married. And there's always jokes about slavery. What? The Romans fucking loved slavery jokes, dude. But remember, their slavery wasn't racially motivated. It was like, I've conquered you. You now work for me. It's
0: still slavery. Slavery's
1: <laughs> bad. But what I'm saying is it's different from American slavery in the 17 and 1800s. You
0: want to... Hey, all, all we're saying is that America, when it comes to being like, is there enough racism in here? <laughs> we add more. I mean, I'm not saying the Romans
1: weren't racist. I'm just saying it their slavery was different from what we as americans think of immediately when we think of slavery correct so a trope in these places like huh isn't are, it funny that they're a slave we, we should are, beat him up ha ha ha. anyway um and other jokes like she's a woman <laughs> i bet something sexually bad's gonna happen to her ha ha ha
0: and it does it happens and it does
1: and these comedies always end with a marriage so if you look at shakespearean comedy same formula mm-hmm. right right. and if you think about rom-coms not necessarily marriage at the end but the guy gets the girl Mm -hmm. right it's that same concept yeah so my mind essentially for me these things have been going on for 2,500 years at least yeah right so for me I'm like snore boring show me something new and that's why I really liked this movie because I couldn't predict what was going to happen next
0: yes this one, I, ne- I never knew what was going to happen next. I would make predictions and they never came true. Yeah. Yeah. Also, it's one of those, I feel like I, I think I said that with this one, or maybe I saw said it with another one, but it's, we may have watched, but it applies to this one as well. Whenever we, I watch a movie like this, I'm like, oh yeah, I watch a lot of shit movies. Yeah, same. Like when time is, when you can really tell that time was spent to make a frame look good, you're like, oh yeah, I watch a lot of, stuff where they just threw people under some shitty lights.
1: I mean, we'll compare this vampire movie to Bram Stoker's Dracula.
0: That actually, but that took some. I'm sorry. That looks Are you going to tell me that Coppola's Dracula was a good movie? It had interesting stuff in it. it there was
1: still time taken to make it look good. Okay. Yes, I will give it that. It looks good. We're talking about how it looks good. It looks good, but this, everything else about it was terrible. We had a whole
0: other episode where we talked about it. I that still, movie
1: was 800 million years long. I'd watch we it again. We can never get
0: that time back. I think I'd watch it again at like a slumber party. Anyway. But this movie. This movie is so good. Is anyway, good. Arash. Arash finds his dad. His dad's corpse. His dad's corpse.
1: Just he's like, in an alley. Everyone in the town is
0: looking around. And he's like, I'm getting the fuck out of town. know, he goes to the girl, and he's like, I'm leaving town. I want you to come with me. And she's like, yeah, okay. And as he's getting it all together, he it, sees the cat with her.
1: And he and knows it, he connects that she, she killed is, my
0: dad. She has something to do with my dad's murder. And they're in the car, and you're kind of like,
1: they're driving away. It's him and her and the cat. Chonky boy goes with them. Yeah, the cat's with them. And-, and he's he's the most well-behaved, goodest boy in the whole world. What
0: a calm chonk. This was a very well-behaved cat. Um, he loved everybody. He loved everybody. However, he had a great time. He is the only one in this car that is not tense. That's true. He's just like... Because the Rash and the girl are...
1: Well, because she knows that he knows, and he knows that she knows that he knows. And, and they they're both just know. silent
0: in the car, and they're so tense, and you could tell he's, like.
1: Freaking out freaking because he out. doesn't
0: know what to do. And he pulls over, and he kind of gets out of the car and, like, has a think, and is kind of freaking out. And then he gets back in the car, plays a cassette tape, and then they just drive off together.
1: Into the distance. Into the distance. In the sunset. And it's. Beautiful. I, I and that's and that's the end of the movie. That's the end of the movie. I thought it was good. I liked. I it. thought it was great. It was a great movie. Um, a fun fact: Ali yeah. and I both belched the entire time oh we were my watching God. this movie. I don't know what was wrong with both of us. What was going on in our bellies? We were both drinking bubbly things and we were burping before we were having bubbly things. It was, so it was just like every five minutes just like bleh. Blah, blah, bleh, like,
0: We. I can't fake a burp. I'm sorry. I can't either. I think we just needed it. It was, it was, um. We were movie, both gassy. We're just gassy little babies. <laughs> Whoa. I, I'm not a baby. Get our You're a baby. Sp- I'm not a baby. Maybe I am a little baby. <laughs> I'm just a baby. I don't have any I'm, money. I'm just a baby. I'm just a, oh, I'm just a little baby. I made a whole mess. <laughs> That's so gross. We.
1: That's an actual I know it fetish. is, but also, Allie and I say this to each yeah. other. A little insight into our friendship. We say this to each other. All the time. The pilot of Broad City, we just go, I'm just a baby. I don't have any money. I'm just a little (laughs) baby.
0: I don't have any money. I'm just a baby. And
1: we say it so often in passing that I think sometimes we forget how wild it is. It's
0: like, I'm sure our neighbors are like, what's going on over there? Oh, fully. Well, my neighbor moved out, so. (laughs) We miss you, hot stoner. We do. I hope you're doing well. You smoked your way into our hearts. (laughs) I mean, kind of, yeah. Yeah. um, Melanie,
1: would you recommend this movie? 150%. I would recommend this movie. Again, you do have to be in a specific mood to watch it because it's so slow. Be
0: ready for a slow burn.
1: If you're tired, don't watch this movie. Don't watch this
0: movie. Wait till you're not tired. Wait till you're like, I'm excited to watch something. I mean, we already explained the whole plot of this movie. (laughs) It's still honestly, it's still worth watching, I agree, but it's it's and and I think even the way we described it, it's there's so much more like there's so much more uh, we've meat only there. touched the
1: surface very much, um, but yeah, would was, you recommend this?
0: Yes, was this movie would you consider this movie to be romantic?
1: Um, I think so,
0: yeah, I would too, I think so. There's a lot of long, lingering glances at each other.
1: I would say, for me, my threshold for it being romantic is do I want them to be together or not? Oh. Do I feel their vibe or not? Mm-hmm. And I do. I wanted them to be together. I felt their vibe. They don't even
0: kiss. They don't. They don't kiss. Nope.
1: He Maybe she's afraid that she'll eat him.
0: They, he pierces her ears, and then they run away together. That's wow. romantic. What a love story. Um, Is this sexy? I think so. I think, I think so, so too. I think
1: the scene when Arash and the girl are in her house, when they're both vibing, Ooh. she's got a disco ball in her house, and he just spins it. Yeah, and it's very intimate and very sassy. It was it was a sassy movie, but like no clothes come off. No, there's no weird touching. No. There's no kissing. They're just like it's. It's if anything, it's wild to me that I found this sexy. Yeah, if but anything, if you buy into what the movie's premise is, you're like, whoa.
0: Well, if anything, the actual sexual acts we see in the movie are not sexy. They're intentionally not sexual, like not not sexy, rather. Like, right.
1: They're uncomfortable to watch. They're
0: uncomfortable. They kind of almost represent like a transaction happening. Well, or it's something. All of the sexual happening. acts that
1: we see performed are with Ati. Yeah. The sex worker. Yes,
0: and. It's not seen as something that she enjoys, or that's being done because people not desire because something they from her. It's entirely care emotionally.
1: It's because it's a means to an end. Yeah,
0: because it's a there's a desire from usually a man to want to assert power over her situation, and
1: that happens to her twice. It happens
0: to her twice, but like the sexy moments are when like no sex is happening. People are fully clothed and they're just like vibing with each other. Listen, yeah,
1: if a great. man who looked like Arash was into me and stole earrings for me, I would say thank you and I would pierce my own ears right there. I, would I get my it. Ears. I get it. I get it.
0: I think I'd pierce my ears. I don't know. I don't want to get my ears pierced again, guys. I did as a baby and then that You got your up. ears pierced as a baby? Yeah. I just had pierced ears. And wow. then we switched to studs instead of hoops because they joined the soccer team. And one of the earrings got into my inside my ear, and my mom had to get it. It was truly one of the most painful, traumatic things. Oh, I'm sorry. And I said I'm never wearing earrings again, and I I didn't.
1: <laughs> oh wow, I I haven't really worn earrings in a long time. In the fall, I got my cartilage pierced on a whim. Yeah. It looked great, but um, it didn't heal well, so I took it out. Oh no, babe! It was a waste of money. <laughs> I'm so sorry. impulsive.
0: Don't be sad. Well, Don't I'm not a a an impulsive tattoo. person.
1: Don't be sad. So like for me, oh, no. it's a big deal because mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not the person who's like, let's go get our ears pierced and get new tattoos. Uh-huh. Like when I when That's I got yet. my tattoos, it's because I'd wanted them for years. Yeah. And then something happened in my life and I was like, you know what? I'm doing it. I've mm-hmm. wanted them this long, I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, so your girl doesn't take a lot of risk. And she works in insurance. It all comes together. Ooh you know sometimes minimize that risk baby yeah. I am not a negligent hoe
0: uh-uh but I am a ho <laughs> I'm is, not she really isn't I liked this movie this um, was a great
1: movie Ali how did you feel about the outfits in this movie I loved them yeah
0: loved them I would wear I would wear anything a Rashwar. wore I'd wear whatever the girl wore I everyone was kind of beautiful in this. <laughs> Like yeah I, it's a combo of both how it was shot and also like the cast is like very good looking gorgeous yes. people also Beautiful
1: there's a people. there's a trans character in the movie mm-hmm. um we don't know their name mm-hmm. we don't they don't have any dialogue, no, they're just kind of there they don't I don't know what purpose they serve, but they're there, and they look great, and part of why they're there is like they're dressed kind of like a cowboy they're in they have you know like
0: it's. Very Southwest attire. Yes.
1: They've got like a a collared shirt with fringes on it. They're wearing dark jeans and cowboy boots and a belt. Mm -hmm. But they also are wearing makeup and they have their eyebrows penciled on really thin Mm -hmm. and they're wearing a head covering to Mm -hmm. denote that they're a woman. Mm -hmm. Um, Or at least that they identify somewhat as female. And Mm -hmm. because they're outside as -hmm. a female, they have to cover their head in this country. Mm -hmm. Um, So... I thought that was interesting, but I didn't understand their purpose.
0: I read a little bit of, well, I saw one brief thing that the director said, like, part of it is really because this is a character that's sort of just observing what is generally happening around them. And then also uh, it was sort of intentionally put, that character was intentionally put in there as sort of a way to be sort of subversive because the LGBT community is not, doesn't have a great standing in Iran. What? No. Um, Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So that was sort that's of That's sad. Yeah.
1: Well, that's cool. Mm-hmm. I that's cool that that's the purpose of them because mm-hmm. I mean like it's her movie. She can do whatever she, she wants. do whatever she wants. And it's interesting too cuz like there are very few observing characters. Mm-hmm. I think that trans character is one of them. And then the
0: little boy. And,
1: yeah, that was my next. The I'm little sorry boy. To no, you're right though. Mm-hmm. And he you know, we begin with the little boy and we don't end with him though because when Arash brings the cat home, which is the opening sequence, The little boy follows him and is asking him about his car. Yeah. And then the little boy, you know, is tormented by the girl. And the little boy sees Hossein's corpse. Uh What's you gonna say? And it's very interesting to see this because we don't see anything through the lens of the observers though. Uh Those characters so. are ancillary and they are meant to observe, but I think it's interesting because the perspectives that we see are the girls and Arash, mm-hmm. and that's it. We don't really see anyone else's perspective. Yeah.
0: Wow. This is a good movie. It is. We liked this movie. <laughs> we um, did. Um, also, um, even the title, because the title, it's, like, similar to what to were at the beginning. Like, A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night, the assumption is, like, Something bad's going to happen to that girl because often when a girl walks home alone at night, something bad can happen to that girl. That's a thing in real life, but also like a horror movie trope. Absolutely. However, in this, the girl is, is the, the one, one that you
1: need to be afraid of. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. 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 And it's mm-hmm. great. It's very fun.
1: I agree. Um, but, Allie, I have a really important question for you now. What? Fuck, Mary, Kill. Oh! Okay. Our favorite game. Our favorite game. Okay. So we're going to fuck Mary Kill. Okay. Arash, mm-hmm. the drug dealer. Mhm. Hossein. I don't want to kill Hossein, but he You dies have in the to movie. choose. You have to choose. You I, never want to choose. That's the game. I just don't want to kill people. Um You sounded very convincing.
0: <laughs> I don't. <laughs> um I'm going to marry Arash. Is it terrible that I want to fuck that drug dealer? Nope. So I'm going to, and I, unfortunately, is, he dies in the, I'm putting it in the context of he's already dying in the movie, so we're just going to let that happen. That sounds terrible, but. It does sound terrible, but it's a game.
1: Oh, okay. I think that's the play. I would make those choices right? too.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, I got another one. What? Fuck, Mary, kill. Okay. The girl. atti <gasps> Uh-huh. And um, spoiled girl, whose oh. name we never learn.
0: I would get rid of spoiled girl. Okay. I'm gonna marry um, Atti because in this scenario, we like build a nice life together. Oh, and I, I want her to be okay. like if she, here's the thing. And this isn't like me taking her away from sex work. If she wants to continue doing sex work, she's free to do that, but I don't want her to have to do that in a way where it's like she feels I, I just want her to feel safe. Does that make sense?
1: It does. I think that's nice. I don't like the
0: trope of like I'm taking you away from this life because some women don't want to be taken away. Some sex workers don't like you make you can make good money. I'd rather and
1: if you enjoy it,
0: do it. I'd rather there be protection for sex workers as opposed to like removing them from it altogether. Because um, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. the reason that being a sex worker is dangerous is not because of like the job itself. It's because of the way there are no protections for them. Mm-hmm. Um, that's decriminalize sex work is how I feel. Anyway,
1: Here you I are. would marry
0: her. I would have sex with the girl, and then I'd uh get rid of the spoiled baby, okay, what would you do
1: well i think i would I would fuck the girl yeah because um having sex with someone spooky is my vibe Mm-hmm. um and then I think I hate to say this, but I would kill Ati, and no. I would marry spoiled rich girl. For because, money? Of course. Okay. I'm always about that strategy, baby. Mm-hmm. That makes... I understand that.
0: Yeah. I just want to have a nice...
1: You want to have a nice time. I'm like, how
0: can I rule the world? Oh, that's not to say that I haven't played this game where I'm also like, let's get the... No, of course not.
1: But... You're nicer than I am. No,
0: I'm not. You really are, though. We're different kinds of mm, nice. No,
1: i The pa- difference is when someone comes to you with a problem, you're like, "Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. How can I help?" And when someone comes to me with a problem, I'm like, "Sounds like a personal problem." You solve a fun. lot
0: of problems for people.
1: Stop outing me okay. as a nice person. Money is a bitch. I'm a stone cold witch. She is bad. I don't care about your dumb problems.
0: It's That is an interesting <sighs> thing, though, because there are definitely people where it's like, like you are a friend where if someone were like, oh, what's Melody's deal? I'd be like, don't waste your time with her. You're, she's not going to be, she will not let you down in a way you think she's <laughs> going to let you down. What? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> um, I tend to surround myself. As, if, if, if we're talking about, I've realized this about my friends. I am a dog and my friends are all cats. Ooh, true. You are unapologetic. About oh, I'm how ruthless. you feel, how you feel.
1: Oh, we went in different directions. That's true. I am.
0: Um, that's not to say you don't respect other people's boundaries or how they feel, but you also are like, you're not gonna be like, I'm sorry, I, I, I'm sorry. Can I? I'm sorry, I'm in the space. You're like, I'm in the fucking space. And okay? I'm like, this is my
1: house now. Yeah,
0: I'm. Yeah. Scoop I'm- my
1: shit out of a box. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't. I would never
0: do that to you. I'm gonna go to your apartment. And I'm going to poop in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! What have I done? I... Wait, do you still have the keys to my apartment? No. Oh, okay. Also, I would have to like take off the lid. And it's in your living room.
1: <laughs> it isn't. I
0: so I'd have to already be ready. <laughs> <laughs> and... Benny would just watch you.
1: He'd sit on his little perch with his huge eyes and he would tilt his head 45 degrees to the left and just watch you shit. The
0: funniest part about that, though, is the eye contact with the cat. The, like, this is my house now. Like, would he not be able to shit in that box? Probably not. A bigger cat showed
1: up. He would be probably upset. He, like, he insists on watching me when I'm in the bathroom. And we're per- we're currently having a tense moment in the house because I've decided that he's no longer allowed in the bathroom. Okay. Because he just fucks up my toilet paper and it's wasteful. It's wasteful. So um, we're having a standoff currently, okay. uh, a power struggle in the house. But I went to college and I have thumbs, so I'm gonna win.
0: Um. We enjoyed this movie. We'd recommend it. Um, We definitely did. We want to thank you for listening to You Had Me at Hell No. Um, You can follow us on social media at Hell No Cast. Hell No Cast on um, Twitter and Instagram. And if you want to shoot us an email... Uh, do it at hellnocast at gmail.com.
1: Definitely. We would love to interact with you and hear from you, especially about spooky romance. And if you have seen a girl walks home alone at night, if you do speak Farsi, please tell us how that word is pronounced. Mm -hmm. We love and kiss you forever. Um, but also, um, if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, please yeah. leave us a like and a five-star review. We would love to get some positive vibes going. Wow, I, I hate myself. I just said we would love to get positive vibes going. Are you me? Are you me now? I literally sent a text Did we like, just Freaky Friday ourselves? We Freaky Friday. <laughs> but uh, that aside, regardless of whose brain is in whose body, we would love to hear from you. I am, and if well, you- Our
0: brains are in our own bodies. Now I'm freaking myself out. I oh, don't like that. Freaky Friday is a true horror movie. Anyway, sure.
1: But the point is that we would love for you to interact with us positively on social media. It means and on a lot Apple to Apple Podcasts. Us. Um, you know, we're doing this for fun and we really love it. And, you know, it would mean a lot to me and Tiffer and Allie if mm-hmm. you could leave us a like and a review because we just want to share our wackiness with everyone mm-hmm. who wants to be shared with. So yes. do with that info what you will. But again, we appreciate you. Thank you for sticking with us and subscribing and listening. And that's all from us on this episode. Yeah. Um. Thank you,
0: and we love you. Good night. Or good afternoon or we, morning. We like you.
1: I'm hesitant to say love. We you're love. all right.
0: I'm going to send out love because uh, the world's on fire. Again, Have you're a dog. Yours. I'm a cat. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know we haven't met, but I'm pretty sure we're in love. That's... Actually, I—that's not you know. Anyway. <laughs> and that's on, not. And I'm, uh, uh, I'm single.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, bye bye. You had me at hell. No was recorded in Scoundrel and Scamp Theater in Tucson, Arizona. And Ali and I just want to thank the theater for allowing us to record there. Special thanks are also in order to Tiffer Hill, our engineer, for putting up with all of our shenanigans and making us sound fabulous, as well as Bella Vanek and Lucille Petty for our theme song. Thank you, Bella and Lucille.
0: Yeah.